Rise of Skywalker. I just have some plot, uh, some points I made. Um, my, my kind of my bitches with it. Um, we'll make it super quick. This won't be a behind the. Did anyone donate thing. money since I quit? No the one has donated fucking money. Okay, so um, I guess I'll talk about how yeah. I felt about the film. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let your grievances air. Uh, you Festivus can, was a month ago, but you can still do it. Well, you, can, can, you can censor it all if I yeah. get a, if I get a roll. Um, my first bitch was. Um, Chewbacca exploding. Now, this is for everyone who is, has seen the movie. Um, if not, just enjoy the banter if you haven't seen the movie. But so in it, Chewbacca gets apprehended by like First Order like policemen's. And then, like, they take him up to a ship. And it was, like, the only ship on the ground, too. Right, mm-hmm. Stephen? Mm-hmm. Or, or did I miss something where there's, like, four ships there? Uh, we only saw one We only ship. saw one. So so they fly up, and Ray's like, oh, fuck, they took Chewie. She accidentally lightnings it, right? Yeah, and so she's, st- she's trying to pull it down with the force, because she, like, she trained for like a the whole fucking, 15 minutes with Luke, so she can do that now. Like the fucking Iranian National Republic <laughs> uh, Revolutionary Guard. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like she's pulling it down slowly, and then, like, Kylo Ren comes, and he's, like, pushing it, uh, or pulling, I don't fucking know. I don't give a shit. Trying to counter And all of a sudden, like, lightning comes out of her fingers, because she's Palpatine's daughter. Yeah. And, um... So, and it, so it, fucking it, it explodes and she goes oh i fucking killed chewy and so i'm watching it and i'm like what the fuck this was so anticlimactic like they just fucking killed chewbacca get fucked peter man yeah and also i I saw him and lano calrissian flying the millennium falcon in the trailer so he can't be dead but they're presenting him as being dead right now but it would have been a strong choice it would have at least been a strong choice a star wars trailer has never been known to give away exactly um and so uh two scenes later there's chewbacca in handcuffs on one of the big they literally They literally tell the audience before the characters know, oh, he's still alive, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. Like... why did they make takes away all why did of they the make power, Chewbacca explode in the first takes place? Takes away all of the power of the scene that happens yeah. next, where Ray's like, "Oh, I can't control myself. Oh, I killed our friend." Although oh, I, takes away all the. Although I will say though that the lightning coming out of her fingers and her being so surprised was kind of cool. That's it all I'll say. It was still stupid, but it was kind of cool. Like she tapped into like this dark. Like, yeah, bad force. Also, an- another thing has, has hatred for C three PO by the people in the movies been this strong before? The entire movie, they just shit on C three PO right to his robot face. Movies. No, but it's. Did you notice yeah. that they up, they really upped it in this movie? Like fuck you, C three PO. They fucking hated his robot ass. Um, another one. Um, Apparently, they needed to pad time instead of like answering any yeah. questions oh, or like showing the Knights of Ren. Um, the fucking or explaining where the they fucking came from. Sith dagger, which is like supposed to be like ancient. Was it like Naga Sedows or some shit? Well, it, it's supposed to be ancient, right? It has ancient <laughs> Sith runes. Yeah. But yet, um, it aligns perfectly with the wreckage of the Death Star that fell yeah. like 30 years before. Kind of fucking weird. Also, a Sith dagger. What the... F- this is Star Wars. They use laser swords. They don't have fucking daggers. Well, that's like a big thing in uh, Extended Universe. Stupid. Um, uh, uh, like Vibra blades and shit. Another one. Really short scenes. And that's when the whole, like, um, overstuffed film comes into mm-hmm. um, play here. The scenes were so fucking short, a lot of them. They're just trying to fit so much shit into the movie. Um, another one... Um, Bohemian Rhapsody editing. Y- yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe like, sorry, I didn't mean to cut your bitch off with you my did. bitch. But maybe, maybe, like, instead of having the D plot where we give... Uh, Finn, his fourth love interest of the yeah, series, yeah. riding a warthog with ex stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Maybe let's just like make some concise cuts and make the movie make sense. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Kylo Ren gets thrown into a pit by Darth Sidious by Palpatine, mm-hmm. and like you're sure he's dead. Like this, this motherfucker's dead. 
Suddenly he just comes right back and well, like to be fair, saves Palpatine, Ray. Was say, Palpatine got thrown in a pit. Like the end of Empire. Yeah, exactly. That was really Darth Maul got thrown in a pit. Yeah. The Knights of Ren, which I think we've all been waiting to see this past three movies, right? Because they didn't really make too much of an appearance in the first mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. Really un- underwhelming. Underwhelming. Not threatening at all. Are they Sith? Kylo Ren kills them very easily. It's Kylo Ren who kills them, right? Yeah. Kills them very easily. Um... Your dad's bowling team got fitted at the yeah. Hot Topic and we're given um, a bunch of machetes. Yeah. They don't even have lightsabers. Yeah. Um, we don't know where they came from. Star Wars has always been a humorous film, but there was a lot of humor in this one. Yeah. Like a shit ton of humor. One, There was one thing that made me giggle. Um, Kylo Ren's a lot of it misplaced. the Knights of Ren through the hallways of like a, a spaceship. And then you see the two, um, they pass the two stormtroopers. And when the stormtrooper says the other, he goes, Knights of Ren cool i thought that was kind of funny <laughs> um uh but then they have like uh, when those stormtroopers start flying with their jetpacks c3po goes they fly now and then finn goes they fly now and then poe goes they fly now what the fuck <laughs> that's some like that's some like mcu humor thank right you jj abrams yeah thank you jj abrams and also the other writer who wrote fucking um the fucking batman ba- versus superman dawn, dawn of, of justice. justice yeah the most loved and yeah you know flashback to that that uh that uh article that came out that said uh the rise of skywalker is on pace to be the most critically beloved film of all time written by fucking the guy that wrote drink drink piss martha movie yeah yeah um and now this is my final thing it's not really a bitch it's how i would have done it so when this movie started they presented it as basically the first movie in a trilogy mm-hmm. because it had enough content to be three movies long. They should have made this the first movie, but have it take place like a hundred years after they defeat the Empire. And so now you just have the grandkids of our heroes. So you don't have to actually see Mark Hamill or Carrie Fisher or Han Solo. You don't have to go through the pain of seeing them die. Yeah. You know that they died knowing that Earth, uh, Earth, the, the, the galaxy was still peaceful. Uh, let old things die, Tristan. Kylo says ah. it. And so um, what I would have done is I would have had it like 100 years after. You have the grandkids, or not even the grandkids. And then they find out Palpatine's back. And then that's where the rest of the three, three movies take. That's how I would have done it. I wouldn't want it to be that. I wouldn't make it in the first place. Yeah. But if it had to be done, that's how I would have done I it. Really Steve, liked- what are your thoughts on that? Um, I would have been fine with it. Yeah. I am now interested in your prompt. And if you give me like... A month, I'll come up with a pitch for a sequel trilogy. No, definitely, because I, want... I don't think that's bad. The, the thought I had, it would definitely be a lot better than it's that not, fucking trilogy. It's not bad, but I mean, like, just no, too th- many, th- too many cooks, too many cooks. Yeah, I like on, like, like honestly, it's just. I wasn't a fan of Force Awakens. I'm one of the few people that liked Last Jedi. Yeah. And and it is a flawed movie, well, but it it made choices. Well, and thing, you can argue about the choices as much as you want, but I don't know. The, the, well, the one advantage that um, the Last Jedi has over the new movie, um, this is one that they said on Red Letter Media too, and I agreed with. At least the Last Jedi was trying something new. At least yeah. the Last Jedi is a movie. You know, at least yeah. the Last Jedi was trying to have like themes and shit in it, and like trying new stuff. This movie was just a bunch of slop on on screen, and it, and it's the same problem that I had with the Force Awakens. It's trying to be a greatest hits record. It's a greatest hits record, but then it just becomes B sides and rarities. Well, that was them trying to be safe. Yeah, and yeah. I think they succeed with being safe. Yeah, because when I first saw, it, I said, "Oh, this is a really good movie," and then I kind of thought about it more. I was like, "Eh, it was okay," you know. 
Overall, though, if you go my letterbox, you'll see um, it was a frustrating finale for a frustrating trilogy. I really enjoyed the prospect that Ray was actually a nobody. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that'd be a lot better than being Palpatine. It was fucking a, and it was a beautiful sentiment, and it was so Star Wars. Well, and also yeah. it was like something like you don't have to be part of like this great force yeah. lineage. Yeah, like you can just be a person. Since mm-hmm. we already established that like fucking midichlorians are just RNG. Yeah, and shit all over Ryan Johnson if you want. It's fine. Man I don't. Lit. I don't care. Beta! But. But, like, that last shot where it's like, look, anyone can be a hero. Anyone can join this Rebel Alliance because we, we have no more heroes. Mm-hmm. We're all we have left. And you don't have to be a Skywalker. Yeah. You don't have to be... a, a Like, we're, all of the speculation about Rey coming into this movie. A Kenobi, a Palpatine, yeah. a Skywalker, whatever. You don't have to be from one of these mm-hmm. lineages to, like, do something brave yeah. or be a hero. You know, when I first heard that Disney bought, it was 2012 they bought mm-hmm. um, Lucas Star or Lucas Wars, Film. Lucasfilm. JK, it's wrong. She's a secret sis. Yeah, yeah. I was excited because I said, okay, they're going to do what the fans want. You know, George Lucas had his own vision, which, looking back in retrospect, the prequels are still worse than the new movies. Yep. But um, Not by but, much. But one thing I like about that, though, it was George's vision. These three movies, with probably the exception of Last Jedi, I'll give it that credit. The, the, these last three movies, I'll just group it in anyways, um, it was a committee's vision. Mm-hmm, it yeah. wasn't one man's vision. Yeah. And that's one advantage that George Lucas has. And also in the t- prequels, I've been kind of revisiting the prequels, um, there wasn't too much fan service in those movies. He I'll, was telling his story, yeah. I'll say you know, th- and i got to give him credit for that. Yeah. I'll say this. Um, what made the original trilogy transcend from like good movies to brilliant films was George was surrounded by people that knew how to tell George yeah. no. Yeah. Lawrence mm-hmm. Kasdan, Ralph McQuarrie, George's first wife. Yeah. Who basically edited the was whole Was it Marshall f- Lucas? Or yeah. Like that? Who basically edited the whole fucking first mm-hmm. movie. Re edited it. It was saved in the edit, yeah. Yeah. Um the problem with the prequels is there was no one there to tell George no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the problem with the the sequel trilogy, again I will, I I support that the Last Jedi was a good film, but even the including the flaws in the Last Jedi, which there are, it's an imperfect film. Um, there's no one there to tell anyone anything. Yeah, exactly. I heard a- there is no contingent artistic vision. It's not art. It's commercials. Maybe this will be a behind the stable. Maybe. Yeah. Why not? I heard I mean, an argument. Can just throw it in if people yeah. can fucking yeah. skip it. No, if they want. I heard an argument that I, I'm curious to get your guys' take on that. A lot of this is. Um, JJ's fault and less Ryan Johnson. Absolutely, um, he retconned so much shit in the new movie. Well, not even that, but that like JJ Abrams was just like, "Here, uh, I did this. Now you fill in the blank, and yeah. I'm gonna wrap it up." Yeah. Well, like, JJ JJ was only ever gonna do Force Awakens. And he was gonna produce the other two, and then well, I don't know. it's just dumb. Like either hands off or or do the whole thing. Yeah. Right, because like you set up everything. Mm-hmm. Like if you're writing the the basic outline for a plot, and you're doing all the groundwork for the next two movies, don't be mad when someone makes their own artistic choices. Right. And then basically, in the third movie, go back and say, "No, none of that's real." Yeah, as much as uh, Mr. Plinkett's son is universally reviled, Dude, nice. Um, I don't know. I. I almost feel like he doesn't deserve the hate now after seeing this shit show. It's kind of true, though. And we can it? finally stop at... I'm sorry, like, this has been a, a personal bitch of mine. We can stop finally stop saying that J.J. Abrams is a good director. I was never a fan of J.J. Abrams. Super 8. 
I was talking to a. He has never, and I like Super Eight as a film. And I'm sorry to interrupt you, Tristan, but I'm just gonna pop in because Rudy said that. And I'm glad he did. Uh, Super Eight is a good movie because it is never watched it. Good um, movie. It is like a love letter, an inference to fifteen ideas that have already been done already. JJ yeah. Abrams just makes movies that other people have already made. Yeah, well, th- that kind of brings me to what I was gonna say a couple seconds ago. Um, a friend of mine was talking about how he likes JJ because it's like watching like a new, um, like a, uh, like a, fan fiction. No, no, no. It's like watching like uh, the 21st century's equivalent to like Steven Spielberg because mm-hmm. it's like all about imagination and all this shit. But like, you know, I was never really a big fan of Steven Spielberg to begin with. So I don't really like, at least, I like Jaws a lot. At least when Steven Spielberg made his films, he makes Steven- shit now. Well, yeah, but I mean, like when he was in his hot spot. When he was in a sweet zone, he was making original work. Yeah, JJ's never made anything well, original. Yeah, it's true. How do you guys feel about like Cloverfield? I never saw him. Ten Cloverfield Lane was good. What about OG Cloverfield? Did he direct that? Um, he like produced it. He like came in like towards the end, like produced or something like that, right? Yeah, Matt Reeves directed Cloverfield. What else has um, he directed? I mean, that's a found footage I film. Think, yeah, produced it. Um. It was I, it was out of his production studio. Bad Robot did it. Bad Robot. Did Bad Robot do it? Well, I mean, was he showrunner on Lost? Also, uh, another thing to talk about. I mean, um, most of that's Lindelof. With George Lucas, and I was talking about the older movies compared to the prequels. Um, I was watching um, a lot of behind-the-scenes footage from, like, episode one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. And in three, it was very heavy on CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, he said in the documentary it's, like, 70% CGI, like, the, the, the sets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how good it is that he now has no, like, um, monetary boundaries or restrictions, and he can do whatever he wants. Maybe he should That's have That's actually again. not a good thing. Yeah. Artists need boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You well, need to be boxed into a certain extent. That's what I'm saying. Because that's needed, when you start thinking mm-hmm. and going around mm-hmm. things, loopholes and shit like he that. It's a actually Lawrence, a good thing. He needed a Lawrence Kasdan there exactly. to say, no, that's a bad idea. That's why watch. independent films are a lot better than Hollywood movies now. Because you have those restrictions. And on top of that, and again, with like you need some people in the room that you trust, whether they're producers or yeah. co-directors or co-writers or whatever, you need someone in that room that you can trust because if you look at the prequels, if you look at George's idea, mm-hmm. it's not bad, and there are a couple really small twists that you can make, yeah. as people have done before, to make those movies compelling, mm-hmm. to make them good. Yeah. Like, there's that obvious, like, if you're listening to this, you've probably seen it, What If Episode 1, Episode 2, Episode 3 were good? Yeah. That YouTube series, and mm-hmm. uh, I think it's at Belated Media, he did. Those are brilliant by the way but it, it it demonstrates that you can make a couple of small twists and take those movies from really not that great to incredible mm-hmm. yeah. and and george look it's in vogue to shit on george lucas i, I don't like to shit on him anymore I, I still love george lucas i've been watching a lot of the behind the scenes stuff and he was a very po- he's very positive all the time mm-hmm. he was never angry about stuff that happened that didn't go to plan go as planned he's always very positive and he seems like kind of just like a nice guy in general you never hear anything bad about george lucas. and he's a great he's he's great at design yeah, and 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 you know, like I just bitched about J.J. Abrams for not being original. A lot of what George Lucas did was reductive. It's Akira Kurosawa meets Buck Rogers, yeah. exactly. And he'll tell you that straight up. Mm-hmm. That's what Star Wars is. Yeah. Um, but I mean, with a Jedi Genki or whatever, is yeah, that like a Japanese yeah. word. 
Yeah. I, I mean, Darth Vader's helmet, that's all like, that's a samurai yeah. helmet he has on, basically. I mean, the fucking... Jedi st- robes. It's all Joseph Campbell, plus a little bit of, like, and that's why Star Wars has that always hero's been... hero's journey, I mean, baby. like, the and Jedi ethos, too. <clears throat> yeah. And that's why Star Wars has always been campy, because he's mm-hmm. basing it on Republic serials. Which is good. Which is good. And that's why always, like, there's that heavy mythos of, like, honor and duty yeah. and family and friends and what will you do for your community and, like, living beyond yourself. That's all Akira Kurosawa. Also, but fucking Seven Samurai, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always been thinking about why um, the original tri- trilogy looks a lot better than the prequel trilogy, and I realized it. Practical um, effects, practical effects, and also all of, like the architecture and design was very brutalist in the um, original trilogy. Yeah, everything's way too nice looking and um, too like um, I don't know what kind of architecture would be in the prequels but well, it I wasn't mean, like, as like there's, there's evil no, looking I, I guess I guess if I'm gonna play devil's advocate here um and there have been like no jokes for 15 minutes uh but but if I'm gonna play devil's advocate this here, is behind the sale we went on for about 30 yeah, minutes yeah. it's, it's very Wars. it's very uh brutalist because of the locales yeah so so like Tatooine it's right. Outer Rim. Hoth, it's desolate. Uh, Bespin Cloud City, it's it's corporate. It's being run mm-hmm. by... It's a mining facility being run by a corporation. And then, like, back to Tatooine, and then everything else. Uh, Yavin, uh, the, the moon on Yavin 4, that's supposed to be, if, an, um, that's supposed to be an ancient Sith temple. This, this isn't me shooting on you, Stephen, but when you hear yourself starting to get a little louder, push the microphone a little bit away. Okay, or sorry. if you scream, put, push it away. You want to push it away when you're talking normally, but... Just when you start yeah. talking loudly, push it away a little bit. Also, like that's as opposed to the prequels. Well, right? I was like gonna, Naboo. Naboo Coruscant. is supposed to be like it was this all just bad looking at yeah. Coruscant. Well, and again, it uh, looked like like, like it looked like Italian. <laughs> it, it looks like it was all filmed in Italy. Something something that you've already brought Which is up. A pretty place, but I want to see that in Star Wars. <laughs> I don't want to see Italy. Well, I mean, no. like, but not every place. Fuck is, Italy. <laughs> not every place is going to be like an outer rim shithole. Yeah, yeah. But but to your credit, um. Yavin 4 is shot on location in Guatemala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tatooine is shot on location in Tunisia. Yeah. Um, uh, Hoth is shot on location, I want to say, in Norway. Was it Norway? If, if not in... Like, it was shot on location. All though, I know obviously. is that when they were filming Luke in the first like, in the first scene of um, uh, Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. it's like him way out in the fucking snow, the fucking tundra. Yeah. They were really zoomed in mm-hmm. and all of the crew was in a hotel, uh, a warm hotel, <laughs> and they were super zoomed into him. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Get but, fucked, but, Mark. But I mean, yeah. all of... All of the- Mark, Mark, and that's another bitch I have. Mark Hamill's a really good actor. His face is fucked up in the last two movies, the original trilogy, because he, he was in a, a motorcycle, accident. like a motorcycle or car accident. They had to get oh, he facial reconstruction. And, <coughs> and that's why they had him get um, hit, hit in the, the face by the Wampa. So, hmm. so it looked like he had to get facial reconstruction. He's a really good actor. Then he and fucks his sister. I wish he was yeah. in more. He kisses her. Um, Implied but, fucking. Maybe in that universe, yeah. tongue in the mouth is like a penis in the pussy. True. Okay, but anyway, to my actual point, because we weren't trying to make jokes, um, all that's on location, everything in the prequels is shot on a soundstage mm-hmm. in London. I mean... Yeah. The L Street Studios or whatever. The same place they shot all the Harry Potter shit. They shoot everything in those big warehouses. And The Hobbit. And what was that? Pine Pinewood Studios? Every, every movie you've ever fucking seen uh, since yeah. 2000. Fun plug for the extended universe. A lot of fucking badass planets are in them. Like you could do so much more cool shit. Well, Disney canceled all that, Rudy. Yeah, so but none like of fucking, it's real anymore. even like Korriban, 
Like none of it's real which anymore. Which is a fucking like wasteland desert with ancient tombs. Looks fucking so with holocrons. Yeah. Listen, like Rudy, fucking sorry, Manon. It's, it's all water. There Rudy, are fish people that live there. Rudy, I'm sorry, but it's not real it's anymore. It's fucking dumb. Anyways, the, the Mandalorian's really good though. Yeah, I'm glad you finally. That's started like to the watch new it. hope of Star Wars, Disney Star Wars. I've well, really enjoyed well, Rogue One. I didn't like very much. It's giving. This is what they need to do. They need to give good cre like like creators allow them to play in the tap play in the space. Star Wars because of George Lucas has such a rich yeah. tapestry. Yeah, it's true. Well, listen, um, back in 1982, 81, probably 1980, because that's when they probably started filming um, Return of the Jedi. Um, Every three years they released from 87, 80, and 83. Um, George Lucas came to David Lynch and said, please direct my new um, Star Wars movie. And David Lynch did not want anything to do with it because he didn't understand what a Wookiee was. Or yeah. he said he was giving him a headache at the meeting they had. They need to bring David Lynch back in the Star Wars well, universe. Well, which is fucking weird. We need to get a Dune Star Wars movie. I've just recently started watching some of David Lynch's work. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, what, what have you watched recently? Uh, Twin Peaks. Okay. Um, I, I remember high school too. Okay. Yes. Very good. Um, <laughs> what the fuck was that? What was that? <laughs> what was that? Steven? I'm just for 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 the <laughs> listening audience. I just I just held up a hand in frustration because uh, Tris Tris we've been recording for 45 minutes, so Tristan's getting insufferable. Yeah, 42 minutes and 35 seconds. You're pretty spot on. Twin Peaks is a good. Tristan's going like, to start talking about working out. I still need to finish but, it. But you want to? I actually increased my weights. I, I added twenty pounds. Hell yeah! My, yeah, so. yeah, thanks for inviting me again. Still, yeah, still. You, you said you first, know, day. My, first day, first day, Stephen. You know, first day, Stephen. I want to work out with my you, bud. door. Like, out with my door is constantly open, Stephen. You can come you, to my house whenever you hey, want. Hey, guess what? Notice guess that what? you specified Tri- Stephen there. Tristan Horse. Uh, the first time I met him, had a conversation about how much he doesn't like when people come over uninvited. I know this that about him true. more than anything. That is true. Yeah. I do. I do hate that. So if I were to show up at if I were to show up at your house to work out, you know what would happen? Uh, no one would come to the door. Yeah, or you would yeah, fake probably. a slip and fall in your bathroom, so you wouldn't. Be Fuck able to you! That actually happened. Yeah. All right. So thank you for tuning in behind the stable. Um, last thing. Last. 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 Uh, last remarks. Uh, uh, last remarks. Rudy, you want to go first? No. This was a movie for smooth-brained people.